to the Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Andy Bates. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for your support of the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. We're continuing our series on hobbies, which has been really fun to learn about people's stories and all of these great things that people are good at, which is the list is very long. When you when you bring up hobbies, it is a very long list of things that people like to dabble in when they're not working or doing other things, especially during this corona season. And one of the things that seems to be quite popular uh, or elusive, depending on what uh, <laughs> side you fall on, is gardening. Uh, I fall on the side that I can't grow anything. I think, Andy, you have... You love to garden, uh, vegetable garden. So uh, this will be this will be a fun one. Joining us today to talk about gardening is Krista Heinrichs, who is a respiratory nurse, pastor's wife, musician, and of course gardener, among other hobbies. Thanks so much for joining us today, Krista. Great to be here. So, where did your interest in gardening begin? Gardening is just something that's always been around for me. Um, growing up, my parents always had flowers and a small vegetable garden and house plants and my grandparents. It was just kind of something we always did. Um, so it's just kind of been been in there from the beginning, I guess. <laughs> For me too, my grandparents, both sets of grandparents had huge gardens, like vegetable gardens, and then uh, also flower gardens and things like that as well. So it was for me, uh, getting to garden these last few years has really brought back a lot of memories from my childhood <laughs> of my, my grandparents gardening. So what do you love about gardening? Uh, what is it that, that keeps you gardening year after year? Oh, there's so many things. Um, well, you know, in the springtime when you're just coming out of, you know, the dreary gray winter and you get that first like burst of spring and it's nice and like you have that fresh rain and it's just things are starting to bloom and just getting your hands in the dirt. It's just refreshing after, you know, being cold and gray <laughs> all winter and just the excitement of, you know, putting something in the ground and watching it grow and produce and being able to eat it or just enjoy it. It's just, it just is fun, fun to watch and see how things progress and grow. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, a favorite, uh, I don't know, favorite plants to plant? I am not a gardener, so these terminologies and things are, are far beyond my skill set at this point. <laughs> but oh. uh, are there are there favorite things that you like to work with or, or favorite plants or vegetables that, that you really look forward to planting? Um, I plant a lot of lettuce and things in the springtime. Um, those lettuces like and greens like, tend to like cooler weather. So they're kind of the first thing I put in the ground every year. Um, the first thing I kind of get to enjoy. Um, as far as like flower gardens, I like um, the pollinators like black eyed Susans and the things that kind of flower all summer long. Um and hostas. I enjoy hostas quite a bit. The, all the different variety of the the greens and the leaves, and then they shoot off these tall flowers um, throughout the season. Um, and there's just such a big variety of those, and those tend to like more shade. So kind of, I like a variety of different things. 
um, with my flowers, I guess. <laughs> so, so you mentioned uh, some things that that like cooler weather or warmer weather or shade or uh, or all of these different uh, ways that that plants need to be cared for. Um, how how do you go about learning all of those things about how to actually plant things so that they grow and don't just die off right away? <laughs> well, um, you you need to know which grow zone you're in. So if you're new to gardening or maybe you've just moved, you need to know what what grow what where you are. Um, like I'm in um, like level five. Um, I used to live in six. So that all is based on temperatures and your um, frost dates and things mm. like that. Um, so you need to find, if you know your zone is five, um, you can look up plants that grow well in zone five. Um, so you that would be like a starting point if you're new to the scene of gardening um, or just going and uh, looking at your local nurseries as far as, um, you know, looking at the little cards, those always say on there, does this plant like shade? Um, or is it like, does it like sun? Does it like a lot of water, not a lot of water. So the little cards can give you a lot of information as well. Um, as far as what might grow well for you in your space. What have been some of your favorites, all-time favorites? Um, when it let's start with a vegetable garden. What are some of your favorites in the vegetable garden that that you plant year after year that you love, um, either because you love watching it grow or because you love eating it? <laughs> <laughs> Every year I plant uh, some peppers and I plant some tomatoes and lettuce and green onions. Those are always my go-to. Um, and then from there, um, like when we lived in Nebraska, I had a much bigger garden than I have now. And I kind of ventured out into different things like sugar snap peas and um, beans and stuff. But I just don't have the space for that anymore. So I kind of just stick with those basics. You know, there's nothing like a fresh BLT sandwich from the garden. <laughs> Wait, BLT, how do you grow the bacon in the garden? Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> the local butcher helps me with that. Oh, okay. There you go. Still locally grown. So, <laughs> right, yeah. You mentioned that gardening has been a part of your life, uh, your entire life. Who's been most influential in improving your skills in the garden? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I guess I, I'm kind of self-motivated a lot as far as, you know, um, you know, what, what is something new I can do this year or what would be a fun vegetable to try to grow that maybe I've never tried before. Um, and just with talking with my husband, Hey, Hey, is there something new you'd like to try this year? Um, so I guess I don't have like a one specific outside source maybe that would, influence me now in my adult life, I guess. <laughs> what are what are some of your uh, insights for new beginners or somebody that maybe uh, it's a little late in this, well, I don't know, fall gardens, I think are a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you can totally plant a fall garden depending on where you are. Um, but yeah, even in uh, like central Illinois, you can plant, um, start to plant some things now, like you're, you can start planting your cooler um, loving plants again, like your lettuces and your like sugar snap peas and stuff and get uh, a fall harvest of those. 
So it's not what, too late. <laughs> it's never too late. What are some of what are some of your insights for for new people then that that really don't know where to start like me? <laughs> <laughs> I would say if um if you want to grow like a vegetable garden or um, an edible garden of some sort, um, well these aren't. Uh, vegetables, but like uh, herbs are a great place to start. Mm. Um, they're small. You can, um, you know, just grow them in pots. So you don't have to have a lot of space. You can even grow them on like an apartment balcony. Um, but yet you can enjoy them on different things like chives and basil, um, oregano. Those are some good ones that I've, that I kind of started with. Um, and then from there, you can kind of um, go from there. Like, oh, my my chives did really good this year. What else can I add to that? Or maybe this year I'll start a tomato or, you know, you can start small and then and then kind of grow as as you grow, you can grow your garden. And the nice thing about planting herbs and starting with herbs is you don't feel so bad if you totally mess up and they don't. <laughs> right, really... Yeah, if they shrivel up or something. <laughs> Something a little bit bigger, more, you know, with more mass to it. You just feel horrible if you. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's much more devastating when you lose like a giant tomato or something. Right. 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 Um, do you plant from seed? Do you plant from uh, like from other plants? How do you, what do you use to start your garden each year? I do a variety of things. It really depends on the year and what's going on in life. Um, this year, I didn't start anything from seeds, um, but I have in the past. Um, I usually will start tomatoes from seeds. Um, the lettuce, for sure, I start from seeds every year. So I guess I, I did start from seed this year, <laughs> my lettuce. But um, but uh, tomatoes are usually my go-to if I start something from seeds. Um, and then I've done basil from seeds as well. I've had good luck with the tomatoes and basil. Um, I've done some peppers, but I didn't have as much luck with that. So I just kind of gave up on those. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as far as like propagating different things, I do that a lot with my houseplants. Um, so like your pothos and... Um, philodendrons you can snip off and uh, you know, gift them to people and start new plants from your vines. Um, or there's a, another plant that's really easy to propagate. Um, it's called an inch plant or the wandering Jew. That one, like a, like a leaf can fall off of into some soil and all of a sudden you'll have another plant. <laughs> so, so I do a variety of different, you know, you know, starting from scratch or buying from the store or propagating my own. I successfully, for the first time this year, uh, propagated uh, oregano uh, from a dear friend from church brought us a couple of uh, branches of oregano that she had just clipped off from uh, her plants at home. And uh, I dried a few, but I kept one and tried to propagate it and was successful. And now I have this giant like oregano bush growing on our <laughs> balcony. Awesome. And, Yay. It would, and it's, it's been really fun too, because it, you know, you, you cut a few branches off, hang them up to dry. They dry in probably less than a week and then just crush them in a, like in a zipper bag. And then you have oregano to use in all your favorite Italian dishes, which is really, it's really been a lot of fun. We've talked a lot about vegetable gardening. I want to talk about some of your more of, uh, about your flowers and your house plants too, since you're just gardening all over the place. I want to talk yeah. about that when we come back. Uh, you're listening to the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.
You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. listening to the coffee hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Andy Bates. We are talking with Krista Heinrichs about gardening, which is a fun thing that a lot of people like to do uh, maybe all year long. There's so many different ways to do it, ways to uh, grow things. I have not figured out how to successfully do this yet, but I know Andy has and Krista has, and she's uh, talking us through how to do all of these things. Before we went to break, we were talking about a lot about vegetable gardening and uh, ways to, to get started. But you mentioned houseplants and started naming off all of these different types of houseplants. And I am, I'm very good at, at um, killing houseplants. So uh, what are your favorite types of houseplants? What are some good ones for beginners? Um, I think a great beginner houseplant would be like a pothos or a philodendron. Those are, um, you see them kind of vining and they have kind of heart-shaped leaves and you can get different varieties. So some of them are solid green. Some of them have some yellow in the leaves or yellow stripes or spots. So you can get a, a different look, but have the same plant. And they um, are almost impossible to kill. Like I forget about mine a lot <laughs> and it's still going. Um, so uh, those seem to do really well. They like a lower light, um, which especially in Midwest winters, you don't necessarily get a lot of light um, and they're still happy and do their thing. So, so that's a great one to start with, I think. So you mentioned sometimes forgetting some of your house plants. I'm going to gather them. Then you don't fall in the camp of people who believe you need to talk to your plants for them to be healthy then. <laughs> no, but I do talk to my plants. <laughs> you know, they're, they just, uh, they're so happy, you know, you have to <laughs> give them some encouragement sometimes. All right. Mistakes in the mistakes you've made, whether it's with house plants or the flowers or the vegetable garden mistakes you've made and what you've learned from those mistakes. Oh, yes. Um, houseplants, especially with watering. Um, mm. Watering, I think, is probably something that a lot of people struggle with. Um, it's definitely something I still struggle with, and it really goes plant to plant. Um, some plants, they they like a lot of water, but they don't like to be sitting in water. So if you don't have a like good drainage or... Um, or if you don't have drainage holes or your soil is compact or something and they just kind of sit in it, they don't like that. Um, so I've had several plants that I've lost that way. Um, on the other end of it, not watering enough, um, <laughs> I had I had a cactus that it was labeled impossible to kill. And I I killed that. Um, it, I was reading about when to water it and it said you didn't have to water it very often. And I completely forgot about it. I stuck it up on a shelf, forgot about it. And one day I came and it was flat instead of round. It was flat and it had collapsed. <laughs> and there was no getting that back. <laughs> It is definitely possible to kill succulents. I have done that several oh, times. Yeah. I, I am a pro at killing succul succulents. I cannot keep a succulent alive for the life of me. 
Yeah, me too. What about uh, what about outside? What are some some common mistakes outside in the garden? Um, outside um, drainage again is a big one. Um, and the watering, um, sunlight is big too. Um, so if you have a sunny plant, um, and you put it more in a shaded area, you might get like a big green plant that never flowers. Um, or, um, even, you know, time of year that you're planting, if you're, you know, trying to plant a fall bulb in the spring, it it doesn't get to have its cold time. It doesn't get to kind of work its magic underground before emerging. Um, so, um, or just knowing your space and how big things are going to get. I've, I've had issues with that. I have a tomato overtaking some of my peppers right now. Um, I didn't, uh, realize how close I'd put them, I guess. I had a, um, when we were out in Nebraska, we had a, a fairly large garden. It was probably about 40 feet across. And, um, I had a pumpkin plant that my husband was like, you don't want to plant that. And I said, yes, I do. <laughs> and, you know, every day I had to go out there and kind of spiral it around itself so it wouldn't take over. But then we went um, on vacation. We were gone for two weeks. It grew um, over my beans, through my tomatoes and out into the street. <laughs> so it just, you know, overtook everything. <laughs> so, um, so. Yeah, that's that was a memorable mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the plants on vines tend to get a little uh, out of control if if, if you don't yes. uh, corral them properly. That happened. Right. <laughs> that happened. We had a, a rogue squash plant that actually grew out of our compost because we put our squash seeds into our compost, oh, wow. and one of them <laughs> managed to sneak out of the compost bin, and so we had this vine growing across our yard. It was kind of hilarious but also really delicious that was kind of fun uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it probably grew really well coming out of the compost yes yes it did <laughs> uh do you have a, a most memorable mistake or is that pumpkin one kind of the, the the takes the cake um well right now I have another memorable mistake um <laughs> that uh my husband laughs at me about quite a bit um so right right after we moved back to Illinois uh three years ago I had planted some hostas and the next year, um, all of the hostas at my work, which is about two miles away, they were all popping up. They were all leafy and beautiful and mine hadn't emerged yet. So I was like, oh, I must, uh, you know, they must not have gotten established. They must have died over the winter or whatnot. So I bought some new ones. I put them in the ground and like two days later, <laughs> my old ones popped up. <laughs> so, um, so we laugh every spring now because I have just this mass of... <laughs> hostas that have no you know rhyme or reason in the landscape they're just kind of just a mass of <laughs> of green so we chuckle about that every time we're outside and uh see i need to split them next year probably and fix that problem but <laughs> but it gives us a good chuckle <laughs> You mentioned hostas as part of your flower gardens. We've talked about vegetables and uh, house plants. What are some more of the flowers that that you've planted that you've enjoyed? Um, I have um, I have a pollinator garden in the back of my yard that I'm. It's a work in progress, and um, I have some black eyed susans and cone flowers in there, and some butterfly bush right now. Mm. And every year I kind of add to that and see um, what's gonna go it's kind of in a a drier area of the garden but it's fun to see all of the uh wildlife kind of enjoying it with the bees and the butterflies and 
um, hummingbirds and everything. Um, so those are always fun and they're just so bright and cheery and colorful all the time. And throughout the summer, just give that splash of color in the back of the yard. Do you have, uh, pests that you have to, uh, <laughs> compete with to, <laughs> to maintain the plants? Um, rabbits tend to be a pest and the squirrels, um, the squirrels like to dig up my vegetable garden. Like the, when I first plant my lettuce, I have to cover it or the squirrels will go in there and try to dig Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then they dig up all my plants. Um, but those are my two bigger ones. Um, but I've heard of deer eating people's gardens and, um, different, uh, bugs and things, um, which I haven't really had to deal with here. Um, but yeah, those pesky squirrels can do a number on your garden. I've heard of deer eating hostas as well. So huh. you know, now that you have this big buffet of hostas, I'm surprised the deer haven't <laughs> taken over. Right, right. Well, I live in town. So um, if there was a deer in my yard, I'd be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your favorite tools the, for gardening, whether it's the, the, the vegetable garden, the flower garden, or the, the house plants? Um, probably the tools I use the most are my own hands. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, just getting in there and digging around. Um, but you can never go wrong with a good shovel, um, to kind of help that process. Um, if you have a bigger garden, um, like a, a tiller of some sort, um, there's like gas and electric tillers. Um, and we use those, we'll borrow those from my parents or our neighbors. And that just kind of helps if you have a big area that you really need to till in, or you have, you're adding compost or peat or something to your soil to, to help improve your soil. It just can, can really mix it up really well for you and and a lot faster than with a shovel. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if I'm planting some, if I have good tilled soil, I just go in there with my hands and, and get my hole and put them right in. So mm-hmm. now you've mentioned, you've mentioned landscaping and, and making sure things aren't too close together. All right. Do you have some, some do's and don'ts for setting up a garden and, and kind of laying everything out so that it all plays nicely together? Um, it really depends on your space. Um, you, you have to know where your sun is coming from. Um, you know, you don't want your taller plants to shade out your, your shorter plants. Um, and then once you know what plants you want to grow, um, you can look to see, you know, how tall they're going to be or how wide they're going to get as, so they don't, um, overtake something else. Um, and, uh, and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I really we we have a uh, we have a plot at the community garden, so ours is just like four by twelve. And I was trying oh, cool. to plan out just that <laughs> that space this year uh, in early spring, and trying to think about oh yeah, the corn should not go on the uh, the southern end because uh, we want to make sure that the that we're not shading any of the plants that are on the other end of the, uh, the garden bed. So. Uh, yeah. We, I, I, it took some time to think that through and think about, okay, what's going to go on which end? And that's just in a four by 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the smaller gardens, you almost have to think more about since you don't mm-hmm. have as much space, <laughs> you have to kind of, you know, how are you going to fit it all in? Right. Right. Well, I'm excited about fall. Uh, we're winding down the summer season here. Uh, tomatoes are are still going. Peppers are just about done in our garden. Uh, I too planted pumpkin 
and uh, it has taken over the entire bed between the, the pumpkin and the sweet potatoes. Uh, they've taken over most of the bed, but uh, cleared out a little space. Going to try some fall broccoli this year. Have you ever oh, done nice. broccoli in the fall? Yeah. I have never done broccoli at all. That's one that's on my list. I've never done. <laughs> <laughs> we had some spring broccoli. It eh, didn't do so great. So uh, we're going to try fall broccoli this year, see how that goes as well. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Sarah, anything else? Uh, do you have any more questions? We only have like a, a minute left. Do you have any more questions for Krista as we wrap up our time? I just need to go plan out a garden now because I have all these insights. <laughs> I try not to kill anything. Actually, I want to try some houseplants. I'm really curious about trying some of those houseplants that, that maybe I can actually keep alive. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Krista, it's been a lot of fun talking with you and hearing your garden story. And thank you so much for sharing uh, your hobby with us during this special time. Oh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. You listen to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.